June 30, 8 a.m., Prince of Wales, the capital of Mbabane. We will be gathering there. I'm expecting people to come in their numbers. That is when we will have many remarks from important uh, and influential players in the country, both in government and NGOs and the UN bodies, of course, before we can all march out of the stadium just to paint the city of Mbabane pink. That's what others are saying. But I want to paint it rainbow because we want the whole people of Swaziland to know that we are all diverse in our different colors. The media in Swaziland are calling it a carnival. Homosexuality is still frowned upon in most parts of Africa, including Eswatini. Similani recalls how he became an LGBTI activist. Passionate about the LGBT movement because of the experiences I got to learn when I got out of my comfort zone. I was never in a closet myself. I was just around a very well-barricaded, nice cushion. And then when I got to see what the world is like, I was deeply touched and deeply disturbed. So I decided, you know what? We have to suffer so that the generation that come after us don't have to suffer the way we are. I've been threatened on social media, live in person, but... Nothing like that really scares me. Just once that I remember, like, clearly, two gentlemen were, like, saying, oh, this is the guy one. And I said, yeah, so. And then they were, like, getting very apprehensive. And I think in my mind, I blacked out because I was so terrified. Next thing I knew, there was, like, so many people next to me. Someone dragged me and said, go to your room. And the next morning, they told me they bit them to a pulp. So, in a sense, I'm afraid, but I'm also happy that people will defend me, even though I do not condone mob justice. Similani says the struggles of the LGBTI community Eswatini are many. It starts with getting out of bed, meeting your cousin who's heterosexual, or your brother, or your father who you haven't even told, or your mother, or sometimes you might have told your mother, and then getting out of the house... There's the help, getting out of the gate, there's the community. I think that's the daily struggle, getting yourself out of the closet, accepting who you are. That's the first struggle. And then the society we live in is so is so deeply invested in culture and tradition, in religion, so much that everything else does not matter. Human interactions do not matter. Compassion is no more. Love, which has been the cornerstone of religion, doesn't matter anymore. That in itself becomes a problem. It becomes a daily struggle because you cannot go to church because they're going to be charging you. You can't go to work and feel comfortable. I'm at work. I'm doing what I love most. You cannot do that. You cannot be a part of social engagements because you're afraid that people are looking at you funny or people are saying funny things about you. You cannot access basic services. You cannot go to a hospital because instead of curing my headache, they're going to be discussing my sexuality. They're probably going to be discussing my hairstyle. They're going to be discussing my mannerisms. You cannot go to a police station if you've been harassed because the question is, what were you doing? You're supposed to be with a woman if you're a man. You're supposed to be with a man if you're a woman. Instead of getting to the bottom of it, you cannot go to a Minister of Home Affairs and get your documents processed properly without any problem. Similani says his organization draws examples and motivation from other African countries which manage to celebrate gay prize events 
despite resistance. Similani says his organization has applied to the authorities for permission to host the event. So far, they have received the thumbs up with signed letters from government officials and the police. However, now that the event is gaining momentum, there are rumors that it may be cancelled. There has been too many media reports of people disputing. Even the mere fact that we have a letter from the police, there have been people saying we are lying, even though we've showed it to the media to say this is the letter we got from the police. And there have been people who have been saying we shouldn't even be celebrating this day. But that is not going to derail us. Similani says hosting the first LGBTI Pride would be a giant step forward towards achieving equality. So this is the day that we need to bring people together so that they can understand that irrespective of everything that is happening, they are still human. You know, I always say when we do our advocacy, the problem is we cannot show numbers. But this is the day that we're going to use to show the numbers so that tomorrow when we are going back to the Minister of Justice and say, oh, hey, remember, we still want to decriminalize same-sex relations. They're going to say, oh, so those were the people you were talking about. Because too many times they say we do not exist. They say we don't even have a Siswati um, word to describe homosexuality. They're saying it's satanic. It's something that cannot exist in the kingdom of Swatini. And we want to say, but here we are. We are human. We are fun-loving. We are jolly like everyone else. And we're respecting. Similani says Swazis are very loving people and are well known for that. Thus, it is his hope that they welcome and accept the Swazi LGBTI community. I am Mola Bukheng Sibiri in Johannesburg.